bells and whistles, argues with a 12-story crane, the pickup is going to lose every time. The right side of my skull only cracked. The left side was slammed so hard against the ram's doorpost that it fractured in three places. Or maybe it was five. My memory is better than it used to be, but it's still a long way from what it once was. The doctors called what happened to my head a contra-coup injury. And that kind of thing often does more damage than the original hit. My ribs were broken, my right hip was shattered, and although I retained 70% of the sight in my right eye, more on a good day, I lost my right arm. I was supposed to lose my life, but didn't. I was supposed to be mentally impaired thanks to the contra-coup thing, and at first I was, but it passed, sort of. By the time it did, my wife had gone, and not just sort of. We were married for 25 years, but you know what they say. Shit happens. I guess it doesn't matter. Gone is gone, and over is over. Sometimes that's a good thing. When I say I was mentally impaired, I mean that at first I didn't know who people were, even my wife, or what had happened. I couldn't understand why I was in such pain. I can't remember the quality of that pain now, four years later. I know that I suffered it, and that it was excruciating, but it's all pretty academic. It wasn't academic at the time. At the time, it was like being in hell and not knowing why you were there. At first, you were afraid you'd die. Then you were afraid you wouldn't. That's what Wireman says. And he would have known. He had his own season in hell. Everything hurt all the time. I had a constant ringing headache. Behind my forehead, it was always midnight in the world's biggest clock shop. Because my right eye was fucked up, I was seeing the world through a film of blood, and I hardly knew what the world was. Nothing had a name. I remember one day when Pam was in the room, I was still in the hospital, and she was standing by my bed. I was extremely pissed that she should be standing when there was a thing to sit on right over in the cornhole. Bring the friend, I said. Sit in the friend. What do you mean, Edgar? she asked. The friend, the buddy. I shouted. Bring over the fucking pal, you dump bitch. My head was killing me and she was starting to cry. I hated her for that. She had no business crying because she wasn't the one in the cage looking at everything through a red blur. She wasn't the monkey in the cage. And then it came to me. Bring over the chum and sick down. It was the closest my rattled, fucked up brain could come to chair. I was angry all the time. There were two older nurses that I called Dry Fuck One and Dry Fuck Two, as if they were characters in a dirty Dr. Zeus story. There was a candy striper I called Pilch Lozenge. I have no idea why, but that nickname also has some sort of sexual connotation, to me at least. When I grew stronger, I tried to hit people. Twice I tried to stab Pam, and on one of those two occasions I succeeded, although only with a plastic knife. She still needed a couple of stitches in her forearm. There were times when I had to be tied down. Here is what I remember most clearly about that part of my other life. A hot afternoon toward the end of my month-long stay in an expensive convalescent home. The expensive air conditioning broken, tied down in my bed, a soap opera on the television, a thousand midnight bells ringing in my head, pain burning and stiffening my right side like a poker my missing right arm itching, 
my missing right fingers twitching. No more Oxycontin do for a while. I don't know how long because telling time is beyond me. And a nurse swims out of the red, a creature coming to look at the monkey in the cage, and the nurse says, Are you ready to visit with your wife? And I say, Only if she brought a gun to shoot me with. You don't think that kind of pain will pass, but it does. Then they ship you home and replace it with the agony of physical rehabilitation. The red began to drain from my vision. A psychologist who specialized in hypnotherapy showed me some neat tricks for managing the phantom aches and itches in my missing arm. That was Cayman. It was Cayman who brought me Reba, one of the few things I took with me when I limped out of my other life and into the one I lived on Duma Key. This is not approved psychological therapy for anger management, Dr. Kamen said, although I suppose he might have been lying about that.